Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober Podcast. I am your host, Blazik, a.k.a. Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry-go-round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're unfailable. Yeah, it's Just it's actually kind of funny because like <laughs> right on cue there. It's like just as a sober person, it's like always carrying my water around, you know? And so Oh yeah. So like I'm just always so hydrated and then like last night at the party I wasn't I didn't have my water. I had a Heineken zero and then I just like didn't drink anything for like four hours. And then it's like, still got to take care of yourself. And you, like, then I woke up all sober hangover, sober hangover. It's a thing. It's real. <laughs> Let's kick it off. We can just see where this goes. I don't, I don't, really, it'll just kick us off. I think at least. Okay. That sounds good. Cool. What's up everybody. Welcome to the young fun and sober podcast. Today we're going to talk winter triggers julie and i are both rep in the midwest um so not only is drinking culture a part of our life but also um the winter is a part of our life and i know like for some is it people cold by you right now right now it was it's like 81 today but like i was gonna say that it's funny that we're talking about yeah yeah i was gonna say like it's funny that we're talking about our topic today because our the high today is going to be like 77 but i was in a parka this time last week oh yeah yeah exactly so you probably got the same (laughs) same cold front we got yeah it was like 23 um also you know kind of a brag kind of a couldn't afford this if i was drinking thing i've always wanted a canada canada goose coat and i got one this year (gasps) yay and like love that yeah, you, there's like those counters that show how much money you save not drinking, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can, I can afford this. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can. Afford yeah, that's it, but... <laughs> how I was able to buy. I remember I was talking to you. That's how I was able to buy my, um, my computer is because I've been saving so much money by not like wasting it on booze every weekend. So yeah. I totally feel you. That's awesome. I, I feel like early on in sobriety, like it's fun to give yourself that financial pass where you're like you know, oh, I'm not drinking. So I'm going to go buy anything. Like that's kind right. of fun at first, but then like, yeah, then that high kind of wears off too. So it's like, once you get into, to like actual sobriety, it's like, shit, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, like, if I go to dinner and it's more than 50 bucks, I'm like, what the hell? Like, and I used yeah, to I feel like that. Right. I feel like in the in the beginning, I did give myself that pass a lot of the time, but I tried, I heard that if you don't break that early, it can last for a long time. So I tried to break it as early as possible. Um, and I just kept being like, this, this does not justify you like blowing money that could be going into savings basically. Yeah. It's hard though. Cause you want to give yourself those little like gifts of achievement i guess (laughs) i feel you i like i used to just anything anything like i would be like oh i'm not like i would i would mathematically be like well i used to spend 11 dollars a night on drinking so i haven't drank for three days that means i have 33 bucks (laughs) 
We'll, <laughs> we'll, the dollar. We'll spend it on this. Yeah. No, I don't know how I used to afford it. Like, honestly, because I, when I drank, I made like less money than I do now. And it's just like, where, I mean, where did they, like, I guess if you're addicted though, you just find the money. Right. I was just like really overly generous when I was drunk. Oh, yeah, so I would start paying, I would start paying for other people's drinks, which like, I am not in a financial situation to do that. Like not yeah. saying that I'm like struggling or anything like that, but yeah, I don't, I don't need to be buying rounds for the table multiple times in a night. Like that is yeah. not necessary. You know, like when you go out to drink or go out to eat and it's, it's not like the fancy place. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to go meet my friends at this like little place to eat and you don't yeah. drink. It's like when the bill comes and it's like $11, it's like, uh, you're shook. <laughs> it's like, did I just do this for free? Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah. Even like when my parents take me out to eat now, they like make a comment of like, the bill is like so because like they'll they'll typically <clears throat> not get a drink too like if I'm not drinking yeah and they'll be like damn the bill is like so much cheaper when you're not drinking alcohol I was like yep yeah, just I mean, another like, another perk if you're getting like a cocktail you got to think like over ten bucks right so if it's three of you that's like thirty off the bat but you're probably yeah. gonna get two so that's like right. sixty bucks. Yeah, that could double the bill in two seconds. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. Um, well, cool. Yeah, I thought like we could just mention some triggers that we have with the winter coming up, and then maybe like game planning how to how to avoid those you know weak mental moments. I remember you saying that like. I think that you said that the winter is more so a triggering time for you than the summertime. Yeah, for sure. Like summer, summer's you, right? Like that's, yeah, that's your trigger. Yeah. <laughs> so mine, mine is definitely winter. Like it's, and that's, I know we look at this different, but like in my mind, it's just like, Oh, the summer, like there's so much to do where I don't have to drink. Um, that's, but yeah. like, I also get like the lake and how that stuff can be like triggering. Um, but mm -hmm. for me, it's just like, like my first one I have is snow days. And it's just like when you're, when you live alone and you're, you're snowed in and it's nice and cozy inside, like that's when I used to just be like, oh, this is a perfect like wine day or, or doing any of that. And it's just like, I think for me, alcohol represented like coziness and being warm and being okay. comfortable. Because so, you were like an at-home drinker, so that makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could e even when I drank, I could easily go out and like not really, like I would, I would do that sometimes. But I the the show didn't start till I got home. That's when I would. All right, it's game time. Oh, that's so different from what <laughs> mine was. <laughs> Unless I was like one on one with someone, then maybe like that's kind of my introverted self, like. But I think maybe like when I was in big groups, I was like, I don't want to get too, you know, whatever. That's smart. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but I will say like when it comes to the holidays, like I could definitely see that being a super triggering time. Um, I just wasn't so much of an at home drinker. So that's probably why I feel that way. Mm -hmm. But even last year, 
was pretty. I'm I'm hoping that this year, like holiday season, will be a little bit easier for me. But yeah, it's it's almost. Uh, I'm almost more. I'm not worried that I'm going to drink as much as like I'm bracing myself for the comments from like the family that I don't see very often. Yeah, I yeah. usually only see them once a year or every other year, even. And for some reason, it's like. I don't want to say like distant family members, but like it's the family members that are outside of my immediate family that I feel like I get the most like, and they're joking, you know, they're not trying to be mean about it, but like, those are the jabs that I get or yeah. from those people. And I'm just like, you know, I try to play it cool. And like, I'm in a, you know, I have, I'm going to have so much more time under my belt this holiday season than last holiday season. So I'm not going to feel as like, I have a I serious know. question when it comes to this. Do you think that you catch more flack than me because you're a woman? Like, do you think that that plays into it at all? I'm sure. Because it because... does feel like you catch a lot more. Like, because I just, I, like, I, you talk about, like, certain jabs and stuff, and it's just, like, I don't experience that. But I yeah, can I see just that feel like as a, in. Yeah, I feel like just, like, as a woman, for some reason, we have these, like, signs on our foreheads that are that just say like yeah mess with us or like fuck around with us like say say something stupid try to make me uncomfortable and I don't know why that is and it pisses me off but that's at least my reality I don't know if that's something that I'm not meaning to put off but I put off but that yeah that's definitely my reality and it's unfortunate yeah yeah that's What's your family dynamic like? Like, is it, do you have a big family? Is it like, what yeah, do your like, Thanksgiving's a, look like? I have a big family on both sides of my family, but the thing with my mom's side is like, we're kind of all over the country. Mm. Like I have cousins in different States and stuff like that. Whereas like my dad's side, everyone is prime is pretty much here in Illinois. Um, so it's easier for me to see the extended family on my dad's side than it is for my mom's side. Um, Thanksgiving is honestly pretty small for the most part. Um, if I do go to a big family gathering, it's because I'm going to like my boyfriend's family's gotcha. event because what's that like? Do they ever say anything or are they just, um, they're never like rude in any way, but I do feel like they're very confused. Yeah. Very, very, very confused. Cause they don't understand Julia, why alcoholic. <laughs> well, they know that I, they like know that I wasn't. And so that's why it makes it, that's like, it adds the added layer of confusion of like, okay, but just, why on, why on earth would she stop drinking if she didn't have that type of like, I'm just, doing air quotes, like problem. It'd just be easier if you said you had a problem, like a, right. Like an everyday problem. Yeah. yeah. But then like, I, you know, I try to be <clears throat> just like authentic and true and like my story every time like whether I'm talking to my TikTok whether I'm talking to my best friends whether I'm talking to family members or my boyfriend's family members like I try to keep the story the same because that just makes me feel authentic right um even though even though it could be probably easier if I just said like yeah I have this problem but I don't know I I just prefer to 
be Some, real, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll do like the less is more approach where I'm just like, oh, yep, unhealthy relationship. And just kind of like people don't really pry after that. <laughs> See, that's the difference though. It's like, I feel like if I, if I give little information, that's when I get the prying. That's when uh, the prying starts. You should, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's tough. It's a tough, it's that's a tough, tough situation. So, hmm. yeah. Maybe you need to make people feel more uncomfortable when they, when you say I think, I think I do. And I think that that's what I was kind of like trying to touch on earlier. Actually, like, you don't need to do anything, but. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be better about standing my ground and like delivering the message. I think I'll be better this year than I was last year because last year I was kind of just like you're like a month in I was like a month in yeah I didn't I didn't know what I was I didn't know what I was thinking let alone what how I was going to communicate it so (laughs) yeah Yeah. One, one thing that I experienced last Thanksgiving was like a lot of my family doesn't drink the way that I thought they did like I, I thought that they like drank more than they did have you ever had that realization oh. where you're like I've always drank a lot and I've kind of I just assumed everyone around me was it's not that they're not drinking but it's like like I thought my grandpa was like a pretty big drinker and then I kind of like paid attention to him last Thanksgiving and it's like he maybe had like four like not that I was like counting but it's like I saw him with his water I saw him with his tea and like yeah he'd crack a beer then he'd have his water and tea again I'm like what like I thought everyone was like kinda... that's not how you remembered it originally yeah yeah okay and my uncle and aunt are sober now so it's like that kind of helps and I mean it's honestly not that triggering for me like a family event I know for some people it's big time triggering um going to like Christmas or Thanksgiving I feel like when, so I'm in like a, an online community, my friend Steph runs, Mm -hmm. runs it. Um, and it's, she just rebranded. So now it's called steady Sunday. And so we have a group text and there's like over a hundred people in this group text. Um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you can mute notifications if you want to, but it's just nice for situations like what you're describing of like, I'm about, or I have this family party happening tomorrow. Like, can you guys give me any advice or they'll be in the situation and be like, I'm at this party right now. And like, I'm so uncomfortable and I'm so triggered. I don't know what to do. And usually that's when me, like a couple other people will, will respond and say something along the lines of like, can you go outside and take a walk and take a moment Mm -hmm. to yourself? have you been there long enough that like it is appropriate that you could just straight up leave now and it wouldn't be, you know, super rude or anything like that. Um, a lot of the times another thing could be like, do you have a family member that doesn't drink or doesn't drink a lot? So they could just opt out this time with you because that tends to help a lot is if you're not, you don't feel like you're the only one. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's going to be, that's, that was a trend last year that happened around the holiday. So I'm sure that it's going to kind of happen again this year as well. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely heard a lot about that when I like, I'm in several online communities as well. And I definitely saw like apparently in-laws, you know, I don't have in-laws, but apparently that can be <laughs> quite the, yeah. uh, quite the, the in-laws trigger. is the, I hear that a lot too. 
yeah, like the in-laws seem to be very triggering. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, like my game, like I don't really plan on getting like an urge during the holidays. Um, like that's not something I'm expecting, but if I do, like, I'm, I just feel like I'm at, I'm very comfortable with myself right now in like leaving situations like that. Right. That's something where it's just like less and less. I feel the need to explain if I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pulled the Irish exit last night at the Halloween party. Like just that's, I just didn't, I wasn't in that vibe until they go around and like, you know, I was on different wavelength. Like I was going to say, was it a drinking Halloween party? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like the host had the NA for me, like, Oh, that's like, nice. Yeah. We're good stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like I just, I was like, Irish exit seems appropriate right here. And these are yeah, my that's... gym friends. I literally see them every day. So it's like, right. I don't need to be like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like, you're going to see them in like 12 hours. anyways. <laughs> So it doesn't really matter. Um, but that's a good point. Yeah. That's usually, um, a piece of advice that I'll give is like, make sure to have a getaway plan. Yeah, like whether that means, whether that means like you're driving. Cause, cause my thing is, Let's I feel like when people, this, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean like when, when you are experiencing a trigger, I would just suggest like getting physically removing yourself from the situation as fast as possible. And sometimes I'm thinking like, okay, I've definitely called Ubers before and it's taken 15, 20 minutes for that ride to show up. If it's a, if it's a bad night where there's not a lot of drivers out. So I know now that I, I pretty much drive everywhere that I go now because I just like having that crutch. Like I like knowing that I'm, I'm here because I want to be here. And the moment that I don't want to be here, I get to leave. If I don't have my car, I can't stand. Cause even if I have the thought of being ready to leave, I'm like, Oh shit. I couldn't even, if I wanted to. Right. I almost always, and if I'm taking someone, I always give them the warning. Like, Hey, yeah. Like I'm happy to give you a ride there, but like, I don't know when I'm going to leave and I'm going to, that is, so smart to do. If I'm gonna way. leave, I'm gonna. You know, if I want to leave, I'm gonna. I just kinda, and people know that about me. Like, they know when I want to leave, I leave. So, right. I've gotten a lot of comments on TikTok before of folks being like, they're explaining how they how they're loving their new sober life and how like they're the DD now and like their friends really appreciate it. And I think that's great, but not for me. Well, I just, I, I will promise you the ride there. I am not promising you the ride home. That is, that is something I am not going to do because. Which is still a good deal for them. Like. Yeah. I mean, I'm still saving the, you like what, the like the 15 bucks or whatever that you'd pay on an Uber. Um, so yeah, I would just encourage you to have that getaway plan and just don't make sure that your night is done on your terms because it should always be. That's how it should always yeah. be. Yeah. Not even your night, your life, you know, like. Yeah. Like that is, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like that sometimes in the past I've done a lot for like, if other people want me to be somewhere or, you know, I want you to come to this party or, you know, like even with family, like, oh, come to Florida for the holidays. Like 
sometimes I want to do that, but like, sometimes I might not want to do that, you know? And Mm -hmm. so I'm like getting better about, you know, just if it's something I want to do, then yeah, I want to do that and I'll do it, but I don't want to just do it because someone wants me to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I feel like sobriety, like anything else, it literally is a boundary. It's a boundary Mm -hmm. that you're setting within yourself, but then also with the people that are closest to you. And if you feel like the people around you are not respecting that decision, that means they're not, they're trying to disrespect one of your boundaries and that should be taken seriously. So I would then encourage people to just, you know, don't even try to not even put yourself in that situation to begin with and just make sure to always have, have an out. Yeah. Yeah, another thing I have on this list is the sun going down early slash the winter blues. Oh, the darkness. Um, yeah, the darkness. Because that it's also coming. fits into my aesthetic of drinking, you know, like dark, romantic. Like, that's what I like. Cold, when do the When do the clock switch? I always forget when that weeks, happens. I think. Two weeks from today. Yeah. That's so soon. I thought you were going to say like a month. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think it's like that first. It's November 6th. So maybe three weeks. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm not ready. I know it's coming. It's coming, but then it's going to be dark, you know, like where we live five, five o'clock really. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, oh, I would no, say it that is. in that it's situation, two weeks. two weeks. Okay. I would say that in that situation, like, if you can, like, I don't know what everyone's job situation is like, but if you can get out for a walk on your lunchtime, yeah. you better be doing that. You better prioritize that because, you know, majority of our, the hours in the day are going to be coated with darkness. So if you're the type of person like me, where I need to get outside every day, like that's a huge part of my mental health. Like that's how I take care of my mental health is by getting outside. And even though sometimes I want to, there's been plenty of days where I just work through my lunch because I work from home. But when it comes to those months of the year, I really make a point to get out on my lunch break because that might be the only time that I'm out in the sun all day long. There's so much science behind the sun and like, not even it just hitting your skin, but it hitting hitting your eyes and like what that can do for your, your mental health and your, mm-hmm. your sleep patterns. And I mean, Andrew Huberman, I think talks about that yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't. And yeah, it's going to be cold, but you know what else is good for you? Cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're going to be doing yourself a lot of favors. If you get out in the cold and you get out in the sun, like, because yeah, it's com- like, just think about it in the most simple terms. Like it's comfortable and easy to stay inside during the winter. And it's like, is anything in the world good for you when it's comfortable and easy? <laughs> no. Right. No, <laughs> you have not. to push that. You have to challenge that. If it's comfortable and easy, you're probably doing the wrong thing. Like as shitty as that is, but um, what was I going to say on that? Well, oh, I yeah. was going to say something. Oh, go, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. Hold on. Well, I, think I need to chase a ball. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just going to say that 
when it comes to these months that are coming up, not only is it like getting outside when it's sunny, it's also like hitting the gym so that you're working up a sweat every day. And it's making sure that you're eating correctly. Like you basically need to, I, you know, I hope that people are always prioritizing their mental health. I would only hope, but when things get dark like that and things get, you know, and it's cold and like basically outdoor activities, just like, at least in Chicago, they pretty much completely come to a halt for about five months. Um, You have to make, yeah, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. Like you need to challenge whatever is most comfortable for you because if you don't do that, yeah, of course you're going to end up going through a depressive episode or maybe you're going to experience, you know, something's going to get built up and then you're going to experience some type of panic. Mm -hmm. And it's because you're not taking care of yourself. And I'm not saying that that's not, it's not all your fault, but it's just like, if you know that this is coming, like make a plan, like be prepared for what you're going to have to do in order to make sure that you're in a good spot mentally. Yeah. And like an easy way to do that, that I've recently discovered is just like planning one new thing a week. Like it's, it's very easy, but it's also like, it makes me feel interesting as a person and it gives me like excitement. Like if I go to breath, breath work class and then I get to like tell you that and I get to tell like my, it's like, Oh, I like, yeah, I feel interesting to you, but I feel interesting to myself. It's like, Oh, that kind of like, did you end up going again? I haven't gone again. No, I'm going to go again. I, I'm just like, I've just been doing like different stuff. Like I've been going to yoga class. Um, I got to come up with something for this week, but yeah, I just been doing like new different stuff. Um, but yeah, it makes me feel like interesting. It makes me feel like I have something to talk about. It makes me feel like I have a different perspective. Like it's that stuff is like kind of what makes me feel alive is like new experiences because mm-hmm. now I'm someone who loves routine. So don't like, I need my routine, but it's fun to sprinkle in like a new thing. Yeah. It's because I love, love routine and I thrive on routine. Doesn't mean that I can't do like fun, exciting stuff. It just means you know, when I wake up, I need to do this, this, and this, and this, and then. Well, it sounds like if you're doing kind of like one new thing a week, that's still part of your routine. That's, that's part of the routine. <laughs> yeah, you're like, just implementing it into your routine. <laughs> I used to never use a calendar, and now I like live or die by the calendar. I mean, that type of stuff is, it's nice to just like wake up and look at your day and be like, oh, I go to AA tonight, or, you know, whatever that might be like, oh, shit. I'm going to that breathwork class tonight. Like you just schedule it. It's on the calendar. And then it's like, I follow this calendar. And, but I, I I live and breathe by my, my planner. I have it like at my desk and I'm filling it out in the beginning of every single week. That's just, that's the way I roll too. Mm -hmm. I feel like structure is super important in sobriety too. Like I've heard a lot of people say, like there's this guy, Max Crosby, he plays for the Raiders. He's a NFL defensive end and he's sober. And he had talked about like how his whole life was just kind of like, you know, football, which was very structured. And then once he got out of practice or games, it was just like all hell broke loose, like drinking, partying, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he got drafted to the NFL and he had a great first season. And then like he was about to blow his career just from like drinking. And he went yeah. to rehab and he was like, the structure like that they gave me in rehab was just like, 
he's like, it was just like football. And so he, you know, he's obviously someone that thrives under he's in the NFL. So like he just implemented that into his life. And he was like, life is so simple now. Like, you know, I wake up and I do this and I do this and I do this. And he's like, sobriety and structure is just like four. They go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, when you think about it, like you, you are a product of the environment that you build for yourself. Like no one else can build that Mm -hmm. besides you. Um, so I know that, you know, like there's like the classic, like get up and make your bed every day. And I know that's a very, like, I think it comes from like a, a military standpoint. I'm not saying we need to all live by that type of lifestyle, but made my bed since I, started my sobriety journey. I was just going to say like, I, when I start my, when I start my day that way, it, that's, that's me setting myself up for success. And mm-hmm. I don't know why exactly that is, but I, I, I'm not going to question it because I just know that it works for me. Yeah. I've, I've made my bed like over 400 days in a row now. And that's kind of cool to think about like that because it, it you're right. It's just like, that's how I start the day. Like, and it makes everything else easier, at least Mm -hmm. in in some sort of way. Cause no one wants to make their bed. Like as soon as they wake up, that's kind of a, and my dog, once it's done, it feels so good. My dog makes it as hard as possible. Like jumps on the bed, like freaking rubs his head on. I'll be (laughs) (laughs) like, dude, you're killing me. So we kind of have it out a little war every morning as far as, that's literally me and Milo every single morning. Yeah, I can't make it easy <laughs> on us, but if we can, if we can do it, yeah, it's just a great start to the day. Oh, you have anything else? Hmm. I don't think so. I feel like we touched on everything. Just like getting outside, eating well, drinking your, your water. We were just talking oh, about yeah. that. Um, I'll just include that in the podcast. Moving. Okay. Um, moving your body. Like I'm not trying to see it from like a, from like a diet culture standpoint. That's not, I am not saying that at all. I don't care what you look like, whatever you do look like is enough and it's perfect, but you moving your body in some way every day, not saying like every day needs to be like hardcore cardio, but even like going for like a treadmill walk is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that it, <laughs> it's not, even yeah, yeah. Just know, like if you, if you know that, um, these upcoming months end up being really, really hard for you and you're putting the goal of sobriety on, on top of just trying to stay sane, yeah. you know, that that's going to come with, you're only going to be successful as if you put work into it and you put effort into it. It's not just going to magically work out of you, like crossing your fingers and being like, I hope this winter is not that bad yeah. life does not work that way and if it's not too overwhelming why not tackle something you know whether it's that project that you've been putting off all summer whether it's you know maybe you want to do like a full 12 week gym workout like something something set some type of goal yeah find some type of purpose during the winter like whatever that might be because that, that and, if you is... don't, and if you don't have that type of like long-term goal, I would really suggest what Blazik was talking about of like trying something new every week. Like last night I was at my friend's place and, um, I was with my friends that drink, but, um, two of the girls that I was with, they were like, 
I've always wanted to do like either like a pottery class or a painting class. And I was like, I would love, I would love to do that. I've never, I've never done that before. So filling your, at least like on a weekly basis, you have something new like that. Like that's really going to help, you know, have these months go by and not have them be you just like white knuckling it until the springtime. And you're actually like enjoying the now as best as you can. And another common thing I, I hear in sobriety is like, I don't know what my hobbies are, which is like yeah. fair. If, if you don't that know that, fair. that's fair. But there's only one way to find your hobbies, and that's to go try <laughs> new shit. Like, because you don't Going know. Going out what, of your comfort zone. Yeah, you don't know what you like because you don't. I mean, it's not like you just like, oh, I like painting, even though I've never done it. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't work. Like, you have to paint right. to know if you like painting. You have yes. to make a candle to know if you're going to be Jan from the office and open up your own candle shop. Like, right. You got to know this. You got, or you got to, you got to try shit. So don't, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Find purpose this winter. It's, I mean, find purpose in life really, but you know, specifically when, when you know you're entering the grind and I'm, I'm embracing the grind this winter. Like that's kind of my mindset. I'm looking forward to like throwing on the coat, going to the gym at six in the morning, every, like I'm looking forward to embracing the, like, I, I, I love that underdog mentality there. Like mm-hmm. when things get too good, it's almost like I don't thrive in a, right. in a weird way. Like if things are going great, I, I can get so comfortable. Like I almost love that. Like I you're, you're goal driven. You have to have like the next thing that you're, you know, I'm goal driven to achieve. I'm, this there's this weird part of me that like wants to do things that I shouldn't be like I love the idea of working out when other people are sleeping like something about that like gets me going like oh like or like say I'm dying throughout the entire workout and I've kind of been like quitting maybe a little but as soon as it's like the last five minutes I'm like oh everyone else is like bailing even earlier like just be tough for five minutes (laughs) like that type of stuff I, I don't like know why. Like to have like the one-up. Yeah, kind of like one-upping. <laughs> but in a, in a, in a, in internal way, you know, not yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not one-upping stories or anything, but yeah, definitely. It's, well, that's a good way to say it. Like, I love the idea of like, oh, it's winter. I should be kind of hiding inside. And so I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go extra hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. So that's probably something I should work out in therapy, but it is, it is the mindset. I would say it's a pretty healthy coping mechanisms compared to our, our past. Yeah. Big facts, big facts. All right. Well, have a good weekend or rest of your weekend. And thank you. You too. And thank you guys for listening. We will talk to y'all next week. Boo.